good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, October 29th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Gittiman. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. So glad you are joining us as we talk about Samuel again and the call of David. But let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. God, we thank you that in all parts of our life, in the chaos, in the quiet, in the busy, in the stillness, you are there. And we can come to you with our joys and our sorrows and everything in between. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen again to the story from 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter, verses 1 through 13. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grieve over Saul? I have rejected him from being king over Israel. Fill your horn with oil and set out. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears of it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you shall do, and you shall anoint for me the one whom I name to you. Samuel did what the Lord commanded and came to Bethlehem. The elders of the city came to meet him trembling and said, Do you come peaceably? Samuel said, Yes, peaceably. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And Samuel sanctified Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When Jesse and his sons came, Samuel looked on Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is now before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord does not see as mortals see. They look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. Samuel said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by. And Samuel said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any of these. Samuel said to Jesse, Are all of your sons here? And Jesse said, Well, there remains yet the youngest, but he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for we will not sit down until he comes here. So Jesse sent and brought him in. Now the boy was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. The Lord said, Rise and anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. Samuel then set out and went to Ramah. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, 
What is something you do better than everyone in your family? Oh, that's a hard question. Because there's so many to choose from. You no, <laughs> actually the opposite. I, I really think the only thing I can do better than all of them, and I'm talking family of origin and my family mm. now, is uh, public speaking. Yeah. I really think that's the only, I think that may be my only gift, honest to God. <laughs> I think that's all I got, really. Like I'm not, uh, you know, I, so um, what about you? That's funny. Um, probably, uh, I'm going to say not in, because I forgot to think about Allie, but if I throw Allie into the mix, I don't think she's that good at everything. You can't. You got to take her anything. out. So I'm taking yeah. her out and just thinking about the family I grew up with. Uh, I'm probably the best peacemaker in my mm. family as the middle child. Yeah. Um, not to say I can't stir the pot and poke right. the flames, but sure. when it comes to uh, to to playing the nice brother, it's probably me of just trying to like you know fit in <laughs> and, and being an Enneagram nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's funny. Um, you know, when you talk about like different gifts and so I'm lucky that I found debate when I did and that I was developed public speaking, right? There mm-hmm. aren't a whole lot of places where women get to do that. I sure. feel like, but even as a kid, I was always the one who was like standing up and speaking for everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is so obnoxious, but. Oh yeah. No, I, I mean, that was my little brother. It'd be like, you know, you, you lose a football and you're like, TJ, you go ask them. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. everyone has that sibling. It's like, you go talk to the stranger about this. And my youngest brother who's, or my young, younger brother, who's 13 months younger than me, like literally didn't have to talk for the longest time because Tara did it for him. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> not only not only is it a talent that you had, but you all that you cultivated and you worked at, but you also made sure that uh, the rest of them couldn't practice. Yes, it, so. exactly. I just shut him down. <laughs> but to our scripture passage, we are told that the spirit of the Lord came upon David at the end of our at the end of the story. Yeah. What does that mean? And have you seen people like that now that it seems like the spirit of Lord has come upon them? Can I say one thing before we get to that question? Yes. I feel like every time I read scripture, I discover something new. Yeah. And I think it is so interesting that when Samuel looks at Eliab, Jesse's oldest son, and it's not, the Lord says, not this one. The Lord says, don't look upon his appearance or the height of his stature, for the Lord does not see as mortals see. However, down below, we are told that David was handsome with ready... So it's funny, right? (laughs) That um, the narrator tells the story and has to remark on his beautiful eyes and handsome face. Um, But we, we know immediately that the Lord is not looking on that. And so I think that maybe gets to what we are talking about here, which is... There's something about the character and the heart of David that allows him to be open to God's leading Hmm. and God's spirit in his life. I don't know if it's something intrinsic to David. I don't know if it's because he's so young, right? I do feel like sometimes the older we get, the voices crowd in and it's harder to listen. But, you know, God calls Samuel when he's a boy and he calls David when he's a boy. And so for the spirit of the Lord to come upon David, I think means that for this period of time, God is speaking, David is listening, and people can see it. Mm. That's what I think it means. 
And so if then the question is, do other, does that happen now? I'm going to say, yeah. I mean, I, I have a friend who led her church during a time when they realized that they'd had a former youth pastor who had molested kids and she did everything right. And I just felt like I could see the spirit of the Lord upon her, you know, and if she did nothing else at that church, leading them through that time is what she was called to do. So yeah, I absolutely think that that happens. What do you think about the spirit of the Lord being on David? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think you summed it up well of, um, there is this manifestation, uh, that, at. So, that sometimes when you're just around someone in a moment, uh, that they're, they are, the Spirit of God is so, uh, how to say this well, there's so much going into them that it's overflowing to the people around them, right? It's so um, obvious. It's, it's so, uh, it's, it's so clear that the Spirit of God is giving them strength or wisdom or joy mm-hmm. uh, or patience or, or whatever in a moment that you're like that's that cannot be human yeah um that is that is only of the divine that is only of of the spirit um and yeah i absolutely uh believe that that's happened and it's and usually and i can recognize it because i'm the one benefiting from it usually right. of, of it's coming out uh it's it's almost like a gaseous feeling the room mm-hmm. that it's in mm-hmm. right of, of the people around it um, and yeah, I've, I've seen it oftentimes, um, in response to conflict of, of when someone, uh, raises a point or handles something so graciously where I just think, you know, that was so loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think about it too. Uh, there have been times where I have seen musicians or singers mm-hmm. who sound like this pure channel that's open from God. I think that in creativity, I think we see the spirit of the Lord being with someone. Um, And it's interesting because sometimes if we identify what we feel like is the spirit being in that place or the spirit being with that person, I think we're real quick to attribute it to that person Hmm. and then think that everything they do is of God without acknowledging like Psalm 51, that we are in this Hmm. sinful condition as human beings. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, David is going to make a lot of mistakes. He's going to make a lot of mistakes. I mean, he, you know, impregnates someone and then brings the husband home so that he'll have relations with her and claim the baby as his own. I mean, there's just some really egregious, gross stuff that he does. And yet... God still uses him. The spirit of the Lord is with him. Um, And when he can get out of his own way, things will go well, I guess. I don't know. And and I think think that also the spirit, when we've seen it upon people, points to the mystery of God of, uh, you know, when we talk about musicians, uh, I think, and and oftentimes when we talk about certainly your friend in leadership, you know, They've worked really hard uh, previously. Uh, you know, the musician cultivates and uh, practices and, and gets to that point. And the Spirit of God 
flows through them. But then you also have David, who's done nothing. Yep. Uh, and the Spirit of God comes upon him. Mm-hmm. There's both this kind of like, I think we are called to kind of work towards and prepare and, mm-hmm. and cultivate our spiritual lives. But then also like the Spirit of God will You're move right. how the Spirit of God moves. Absolutely. <laughs> and God is mystery. Yeah. And there are things about that we don't understand. Yeah, I think what I meant by getting out of his own way is that um, I think it. I think at some point David becomes so um, entrenched in his own position as king mm-hmm. that he forgets to listen. It's that uh, when when as. Uh, Samuel describes the oldest brother of, of God doesn't look at stature. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. man do we look at stature. Right. Yes, uh, absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Um, now we're going to have a quote from Madeline Lingell. She writes, We have to be braver than we think we can be because God is constantly calling us to be more than we are. Hmm. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend on this Halloween weekend. Happy Halloween. And we'll be back on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.